Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and AJ Elkert. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Well, well, we can give away when we're recording this. It's November 8th. It's the worst day of the year. It oh, goddammit. Why are we... We didn't need to bring it up. Well, <laughs> I want to say it's bad news because it is the, you know, Apocalypse Eve. It's the night before Wait, let's the, do hellscape descends on us yeah let's do a game like um a future (laughs) a future game like what the united states is going to be like under each president oh Oh, i'd rather not not. that's super polarizing (laughs) and it's also terrifying either direction i think Uh. it could potentially be like the end of the world for both (laughs) i want one of those crazy end of the world scenarios where it's just like it turns out the whole universe is just a hologram and then one day we just blink out of existence it's like cool it's gone overnight like we don't even realize it Ah, but the joke's on us, because the listeners, they already know who is going to be their leader. Yeah, by the time oh, this God. comes out, it's going to be already picked. But the good news is, and when I say good news, I mean fucking astounding news. And by fucking <laughs> astounding news, I mean it's making up for the entire apocalypse scenario we're going to face in our future, as long as I survive for another two years. Because Young Justice is getting a third season. And I cannot <laughs> be happier. That was a long-ass build-up. Oh, that it's was- so worth it. It was, because no, everyone knows how much Brent hypes this series. Oh god, it's easily one of my favorite, and I, I'm so excited. They announced that it's in production, they don't have a channel, but most people are assuming it's going to be Netflix, because that's where a lot of popularity came back after it got put on there. And they've already announced they got the main show, two showrunners back, so hopefully it'll be just as good as it was. There is a chance it won't be, because there's always the chance, but I'm really, really excited. And I couldn't be happier about this. That's how I feel about Fully Cooly, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hopefully it's all the same people. Like, hopefully they can make the magic happen again. Yes. And I also saw for you that the first copy of The Last Guardian is has been created. Oh, oh. shit, it's official. <laughs> like, so it should be like being mass produced now. It should, like, it should be completely finished now. That's the thing. Now that I've waited so long, I'm not sure if I'm going to be like a first day kind of buyer. I'll just never kinda, be first day. Yeah, never. there's if, no real point in doing that. If we yeah. learned anything with like games and like just the constant updates and day one patches, like there's going to be bugs. Yeah, and also what from what I've learned, it's like when I got Deus Ex, like weeks and weeks after it came out, I still was able to get a day one edition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or and even if you don't, you could wait like a few months. And someone's going to have beaten that game and be selling their special day one edition thing on eBay. Like, you can yeah. find it if you really want it. I can't, I can't really talk about No, you cannot. Because <laughs> I, when Gears 4 was coming out, I did the pre-order so I could get it four days earlier in launch. And it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. It they always is. changed so much on launch day. Uh, the game's like, different now than it was on i mean it was good it, don't get me wrong the game's really good it's really really good and uh I, I love playing it but it's they done changed they changed a bunch they weren't doing any updates like before actual launch day so that mm-hmm. four day period there were like a bunch of things that were just like man this is completely broken and uh and then they patched it the day the game officially came out but it, for those four days when we were trying to play online and there were like maybe 2000 people with the game and everyone's trying to play online. And then there's, sh- there are guns that are just like completely overpowered. 
<laughs> just tearing people apart in multiplayer. Uh, it was frustrating to play those first four days. But then we saw, you know, like the sunrise on <laughs> launch day and the update hit and it was like big. It was a big update. <laughs> you just made me think of like the two towers, like when the sun rises in the west. <laughs> Look to the west. Gears will be complete. The beacons are lit. <laughs> Gondor calls for aid. Uh, but oh, like it, I know it was illegal, but the people that got their hands on No Man's Sky early, like the few copies that leaked early, they're like, oh, you discovered all these planets and named out all these animals after your dumb friends and after like internet memes? Cool. We're purging the entire server and everything's gone. And same with like Overwatch back when that was in beta. It's like anything you unlocked got purged and wiped. Yeah. So like I, yeah, like Gears, now you're not even pre-ordering games. You're getting them days earlier before they're actually released. It's basically like a second beta test for the game. Like they're like they got to see all of the data that we were compiling with the actual game now instead of just the beta. And they're like, yeah. "Well, shit, we got some things to fix." But like they can't really fix those things in those 4 days and like if the, the general populace can actually get the game within that time, it, that is the release. It's just then there's a yeah. delay of when people who don't pre-order get it. Like so I don't know. That bugged me how they're like oh you can play it earlier now it's like that's not earlier that's just the day it comes out just gonna cost and you a hundo just gonna be a quick <laughs> extra 40 on that bad boy just an extra another it. game basically it's, yeah it's never worth it I, uh i still loved having it before everyone else oh yes yes I, <laughs> I mean i say that but then the cinematic trailer for mass effect andromeda just came out and fuck i'll probably get that pre-order <laughs> like, you know i'll be a hypocrite <laughs> i'll be standing in line for a switch and i'll be standing in line for like near two when it comes out on ps4 like near two i'm gonna be going oh i'm gonna go that does look fucking good um but no so one thing before i forget uh i started getting back into skyrim because on the last episode we had mark he was mentioning how he was getting all into skyrim and stuff and mm -hmm. the hd remaster had just come out i was Asking him, like, oh, well, I have the whole box of every Elder Scrolls game. Do you think I get it? I log into Steam. Turns out I do. So I'm like, oh, I have the HD upgrade. Yay. In, uh, download and install. Go through the process. Doesn't fucking work. I get some <laughs> kind of, like, some bullshit. Like, Steam and I, I just must have some, like, uh, like one little piece of my hardware on my uh, gaming PC must just, like, not be handling well with the, like, later, like, I don't know, 20... 15 and on games because like i don't know what was it firewatch was giving me trouble uh dark souls 3 and now this like it's just like this time it's saying uh invalid platform or something and it's just like one of those <laughs> errors that all you can do is hit okay and then it's like click here to talk to steam support and it's like give me a break i already went down that road a million times and they yeah, don't do I'm shit get nothing from that Exactly. So it's just frustrating to, to the point where I'm like, well, I'm just not going to I, I w had this like extreme urge, like the itch to play Skyrim. So I just ended up playing the original one, not the HD uh, edition. And after doing some research, it's quite interesting because the overhaul of the graphics and the new one, I just looking at them side by side, I would honestly prefer the original because of how like more contrasty it is. All, all I see on the HD remaster of Skyrim is things like better, like fog and like mist in the air and everything just generally seems like to glow a little more and is just like brighter, which I don't necessarily, give a shit about it honestly makes it look more dreamy and i guess they're trying to make it more realistic honestly but to me i like so the gritty dreamy. 
I like, yeah, I like the gritty, contrasty Skyrim before the update. Do, do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's not, it's, um, I think it's, I, I have an idea of like what's wrong with you being, like not being able to play it though. Because, uh, I had issues with, um, Fallout 3 actually on my PC. Uh, and it wasn't because of my hardware being not capable, like not just not being capable of running the game. That's because Fallout 3 is a buggy piece of garbage. Well, no, no I love uh, it. <laughs> there's some weird shit with Bethesda games and certain processors that just doesn't function right. I have a core i3, and it wasn't able, like it was having issues because it had, uh, it has to do with how many cores you have in your processor. And you have to like go into some sort of source file for the, for the game itself and like limit how many cores it tries to use when it runs the game. And that's oh, like Christ. how you fix it. It was I was like, man, this is convoluted as fuck. And anyone yeah. that's just trying to like play this game is probably just gonna give up and not play it. Cause I had to go like deep dive on the internet to figure out what the fuck was wrong with it. Well that's what ha- happened with me. I fucking like I think I did pre order Dark Souls three, came with a Steam controller that I don't even fucking use. And then, <laughs> and then it the game doesn't work for me, so I go and get a PS4 and just get it on PS4 because it's like Jesus Christ. My yeah. theory is Gaben found out that you went back to a console like a filthy fucking peasant and it's cutting you off steam and he's booing you out of the PC master race. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah so I, that was yeah, my Skyrim nightmare. Cause I got all hype being like, Oh dude, I have the HD one for free. Woo. I'm so excited. And it's like, uh, in it's like, well, platform. This is windows 10 all over again. Yeah, I literally go through downloading nine gigs, nearly ten gigs of a game just to be told, like, uh, that didn't work. But that's the thing. Like, the Skyrim remake, it, in my opinion, isn't for PC gamers because of so many mods make it, like, so much better. Like, you, you can already do that. <laughs> yeah, like, those, those, like, HD mod, like, graphics for the mods were probably out, like, a few months after Skyrim was out on PC. And it's yeah. been, since been a few years. So you can get crazy crap in Skyrim now and all the mods. I think, I understand why they would do a remastering for, like, consoles and stuff. I don't know why you would do this for PC. Because, like, even if you aren't a huge PC gamer and, like, you don't have to mod out your Skyrim and uh, Civ games and all these other like XCOM has a bunch of mods. Even if you don't use them a ton, they're they're out there and pretty easy to install if you want them. Uh, especially Nexus mods are pretty easy to install. I can do it. I'm an idiot. So that's like, the funny thing though. Uh, yesterday, there's actually a video series Polygon just started yesterday with uh, Nick Robinson and Griffin McElroy, and mm-hmm. they uh they go into the old Skyrim and every week they add more mods to the version of Skyrim that they're playing and see if they play like a game as they go through each episode where uh, Nick tries to spot all the mods or like figure out what mods are, <laughs> have been added. And, wow. uh, and they're going like to add mods, mods every week until the game breaks. That is uh, great. Well, yeah. you could do that in like a day. Like you could do that in two mods. Just I'm almost positive they just like they're playing through a one point and just recorded for like four hours of them playing the game. Oh, possibly. But like, yeah, like I said, there's definitely a lot of mods that can like cancel each other out. So you could only have two mods, but it could break the game. So you have to you know, manage it. But there's some amazing ones out there. They uh, there's this called uh, Touch the Skyrim. That's the name of the video series. <laughs> oh, cool! I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds pretty rad. 
Um, my main question is though, why the hell does the old one work and the new one doesn't work? It's like, is it just because of like the minuscule change in graphics up the graphical update? It's like, oh, now the water flows smooth smoother. Now I can't play the game. They might have changed like some of the requirements for running the game. So like the previous one maybe only required like from your your processor itself, it might have only required like one core or two cores. Now it requires more. And yeah, I guess the bottom line issues. is my computer sucks and I should probably upgrade, but I'm just not gonna. <laughs> I mean, From I'm what, not sure. 2011, that was when I got my last computer, and that's what I've been using. Yeah. That's way yeah, too, the- like, five years is too long in computer years. Yes. <laughs> computer be- years, it's like dog years, but for computers. <laughs> Except they're a lot shorter. I mean, <laughs> hell, even the gaming the gaming It's every, like, two help- months your computer ages, like, five years. Yeah, Mark helped me build like a top line gaming computer, and at that time it was great. But it's, I think, been almost a year now, and it's probably all completely outdated now. Like all the different graphics card and motherboard and everything I have, and it's probably outdated by now. It's so stupid. That's why, that's why it aggravates me when I hear people say like PC Master Race and everything. Yeah, sure. And then you have to dump like thousands of dollars in it to keep it updated. And like, if you want to actually stay cutting edge, you have to continuously update it, update it. Like. I'll stick to my consoles. I'll stick to, I'll stick to stuff that comes out once every like eight or nine years, and I'll pay that huge chunk of change at one time, and then not have to worry about upgrading it every like three months. Well, yeah. dude, I did the mental math, and I think I'm pretty sure that yours and my computer are 300 years in computer years. <laughs> <laughs> so we really need to upgrade. Is the bottom line? Yeah, I was thinking about that this past week because with my new job and stuff. I'll have like more sort of disposable income to put towards this sort of stuff. Yeah. I've always said PC mastery stuff as a joke because it's completely idiotic. And I know Mark won't admit it, but he likes being sort of top of the, like top of the line sort of stuff. He likes having new stuff. So I can't talk about it too much with him, but like, if you really want to be like always at the best, always at peak performance for your computer, you're an idiot. And like, you're going to be spending thousands if not millions like you can definitely have good stuff but you got to accept that that's what you're gonna have for like a few a year or two and then if you can afford it you can upgrade it but like you know the computer i had before i have my gaming one now i had that for like seven years the one or no i had that for like five years the one i had before that i had for like eight nine years like i don't give a shit i don't need to be top of the line i play all my stuff on medium anyway my computer runs fine too it's like i don't even do that like uh, the the most gaming I do is like I'll play League or like right now I got back into RuneScape or I'll play like WoW. <laughs> AJ, please stop. We can't continue this podcast anymore. <laughs> like they're they're games that aren't games that aren't computer intensive. Basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. Like even World of Warcraft, like with ev- even with the new expansions and stuff, you can play them all. Hell, I used to, when I first started playing WoW, I played it on a laptop with a Celeron processor that had a 60 gig hard drive. And, uh, the thing didn't have a, had like, uh, integrated graphics. It, the, the, it barely ran, but it still <laughs> ran well. Like, it was enough for me to get, like, max level on it. So. Oh, like, I printed something out on my dad's computer the other day, and he's still using Windows 98. So, oh I mean, boy. Don't, you don't have to tell me. I know dated stuff. God, I mean, it had depressing. Windows, like, uh, well, Windows. XP? Vista had Vista. Oh, Vista. It I just ran Vista, into that recently. Vista had just come out, and I had, I think I just barely got Service Pack 2 on there, which was the better, 
the better version of Vista was like the less shitty version of Vista, which doesn't really say very much. Yeah, there oh there was no good version of Vista. Yeah. <laughs> seven remember, was seven was still probably one of the best ones. I seven and XP it. ran very well. That's yeah. why I run everything on a seven. Yeah, I was like contemplating that actually because I fixed that laptop like a couple months ago, and uh, it functions and it downloaded Windows 10 on it, and it like kind of runs, but it's real slow. And I was Mm -hmm. contemplating like reinstalling like Windows 7 on it or something, or like go even going back to Vista because that functions so well on it. Yeah, Uh, I wouldn't. (laughs) Sorry, I just remembered like. Way back, like episodes way back, I talked about a massive Skyrim mod, and I finally found out what the name was. I forgot about it for so long. But oh, what is it? Enderall. E-N-D-E-R-A-L. And, and what's this? It's dude? a mod that some guy made for Skyrim, but it's fully dubbed, like, all new voice. Everything in it is brand new. It's not just, like, a skin over, like, your horses to make them look like Hulk Hogan or something. Like... This might as well just be a new expansion for the like, game. Cause did he remodel new. all the horses, too? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I don't know how detailed. Well, I mean, like, technically, you only textures. need to remodel one and then use that asset for all of them. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's all new content and, like, stories and quests. Like, everything is new. And it's has between, was it, 30 to 128 hours of gameplay. That's awesome. And it's, like... I don't know if it's one guy or if it was a team or something, but it's been four and a half years in the making, over 30,000 30, hours of work. Like, it's massive. So, like, if you want to keep playing Skyrim and you want not just a mod, but like uh, an expansion or DLC, it's Ender All. Nice. No, I definitely, that's what I'm interested in. Cause even when I did, uh, dive back into the original Skyrim, it was like, Oh, do I load up like my level 40 something like wood elf or start fresh with the new Argonian? And I started fresh and it's just like, fuck, I've done this a million times. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning world. of Skyrim has been done. <laughs> like that's, I can't, it's been so many times I've done. Oh my God. Segment. Yes. Exactly. We had, it, we had it as a group. Remember that we all did Leary get a hold of it. He got a hold of a a copy, like a a bootleg copy or something that we had on a flash yes. drive. And we just passed it around to everyone. Oh my <laughs> god, that's where I, it all began, and that's why. Yeah, I had a, a a pirated version of Skyrim for years until recently. Um, but no, it, dude, I, was it you guys who showed me the trick that it was like as you're like in not the tutorial, but as like what's his? Nuts, you could just uh, beat up on him and get yes, your you could beat up. the shit out of this <laughs> yeah, dude he just with comes your one hand. Doesn't kill you. He like exactly. takes it. Oh, dude, I abuse that to this day. Every time I'm, like, getting out of that cave, I've, like, beefed up characters. You're right. I do want level 32 handed. Or like yes. <laughs> yes. That's about where I cap with that because I'm like, because right, I'm, I've been wailing forever. on him. Yes, exactly. Like, 30 is about right. I do want to be, like, level 8 when I walk out of this, when I walk out of this, <laughs> this tutorial. I know. And then, like, be level 2. Every, like, single, like, uh, battle encounter you go by after that is, like, pretty much a breeze. It's pretty great. And then you hit, like, the, the Falmer and shit, and you're, like, get your dick rocked off. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. There is the one glitch where you can hold... I forget exactly how you do it, but you can hold a plate, like, uh, up in front of you and then f- against a wall and push, and you'll phase through the wall, but it doesn't trigger any of the doors, so none of the other enemies spawn. So I've seen people like speed run through Skyrim where they do this trick and beat it in like less than two hours. Like they finish the game. And I heard in the HD, 
remake of it, that's still a glitch. Like, that's still in there. Huh. So it proves that they didn't, like, fix up everything in Skyrim. They kind of just added polish. Changes are they just bought one of the uh, HD mods from one of the people who uh, who made them. They're yeah. like, hey, we'll just take this. Like, we'll give you money for this. And now we're going to make more this as a bunch <laughs> of, uh, like, way more. Just way more than we paid you. That's what some people are thinking. And that's why some people are kind of pissed how they just kind of, you know, this is the last uh, game Bethesda has made. Like, Skyrim, or Elder Scrolls game they've made. And they kind of just keep rehashing it over and over again. And people think that's what they're doing is just buying mods and then implementing them in the game, and then selling it back to the consoles. And like I said, for for the consoles, I get it, but for PC, th- there's no reason to buy a remaster Skyrim. Like you, you can get the mods for it all. Free. And the funny thing is, is that the, this new, the new remastered, quote unquote, remastered version, they've actually like trimmed down the amount of mods you can use on it. Mm-hmm. So it's they've, uh, which I think definitely lends itself to the fact that they probably bought a mod from someone because <laughs> they they figured out what the instabilities are with it and like how many mods you can hit before it crashes the entire game and all that other good 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 shit all it ended up doing is breaking the game for me if you have my exact computer build <laughs> yeah and they're still going back and forth with uh ps4 and xbox uh was it xbox one like whether they can have mods on them or they can't like so that's yeah. still up in the air so it took forever for uh, for Fallout Four to get mod support on the the consoles. Actually, well, so, I mean, yeah. they needed them just to make that game playable. <laughs> like yeah, I, said, I I have no interest on ever going back to Fallout Four. I was playing like I had played. I got back. I ended up getting back into it for a while there, and I haven't played it in a couple months again. But like, yeah. it's one of those things you really need to be like wanting to play it. Yeah, it's it. It's exhausting. <laughs> it just takes a lot of energy out of you. It's not a game that you feel really like married. You're not married to Fallout 4 the way you were to the other ones. Like when I when I played, you were married 3, to a game. <laughs> when I, well, <laughs> we've all been there. When honeymoons, uh, <laughs> rad roaches. Um, trying when to stick I, your uh, dick through the disc. When I um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear what keep you that pause. No, that's fine. Keep yeah, that that's good. Pause no, just continue. Ignore me and Bren. When uh, when I was playing like Fallout Three in New Vegas, there's like you develop like a need to continue playing the game because those two are so they're so good. They're such good games that you like feel even when you're not playing them. You're like, man, I should really be playing this because I had like all these things I wanted to do in the game and there's like not enough time, not enough hours in the day to like play all these games or like go to work and sleep and eat and do all this other shit, do all this life stuff that you have to do. And you want to play games too. It's boring so, life shit. So I can get back to my virtual life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I don't know like that fallout four didn't, I didn't get attached to that game the way I did with new Vegas and three. So yeah, I don't think many people did, but this also, could bring us back to what we've been playing lately, because that's usually how we start the show off, and we're now 25 minutes in. Yeah, it happens. I mean, we, <laughs> we're pretty much talking about games most of that time, so I was like, all right, we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys been playing anything lately? Um, Besides Skyrim, uh, let me think here. I tried getting back into Peggle because a listener of our show, he's actually a fellow podcaster uh, of Gamers Without Borders, uh, Nick, he tweeted at us telling me that he got past the impossible level, level 75 of Peggle Blast, and like 
it's actually like something that he should be very proud of because like i'm almost like i it's almost unbelievable that someone's capable of doing this it is so frustrating and i even want to go to the developers and just be like let me just sit down with you and watch you play this level 10 times in a row and see if you're successful even once and and i guarantee they're not gonna fucking make it because i've been doing this for weeks and i and if if they do do it i'm gonna watch their strategy and be like okay well that's what i'm doing wrong but i'm fairly positive it's just like all based on luck and where the green pegs show up and like different other variables in the level and i'm also using my trick so i'm like doing uh it on like because it's like a three-tiered thing so i'm like doing it every second level like over and over again and jesus christ that the goddamn game i still can't beat it i there's that one chance where i got very close and i was fighting the dude but he totally like destroyed me like i didn't even have a chance well, I mean, you can't take it to the developers and see if they beat it, because a lot of developers suck at their games. We talked to Mitch Gettleman about Necropolis back before that came out. He said he barely could, uh, what do you say, barely get past the first level or so? Well, like, he's not the developer. I think he was, like, overseeing the project as a whole. But, like, in general, I'm saying the people, like, responsible for the game mechanics should know that they shouldn't make their game, like, to the point where it's so frustrating that the player is going to li- quite literally give up. I mean, that's Dark Souls for you. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. that's not what Pagel's intent is as, like, a casual game. Like, I've played every other <laughs> game in the franchise, and well, they were let- all, like, completely, like, it, this is the first one like that. Let me play Devil's Advocate here and say, it is a casual game, but maybe you're not supposed to be at level 75 in a casual game. Like, maybe you were supposed to have stopped long ago. Dude, dude there's, like, so much beyond level 5 that is, like, grayed out that, like, I've yet to unlock. So the fact that I'm thinking to myself, once I get past level 75, it's a fucking breeze. I'll probably, like, it'll be a race to the finish. Like, I'll get to, like, what, it's probably going to cap at, like, 100 or maybe 200 or something. I bet no other levels are going to stop me but this one. But I won't even be able to get the fucking chance because I'm stuck on this motherfucker. I pray to God every single level gets harder after this. No, I doubt it. And I'm <laughs> I'm good at Peggle that I could handle it. But this one is like broken as far as like the way they set up the level. I'm telling you, it's bullshit. <laughs> and that but was no, our segment hey, of this week with yeah, Peggle. Nick, c- congratulations, because that is very impressive. And I'm very glad someone was capable of doing it. Please tell me if the other levels are equally as hard or if it's just a fucking breeze like I'm expecting. <laughs> That's all you've been playing? Yeah, pretty much. How about you, AJ? Uh, well, I got into RuneScape last week again. Oh, God. Decided to just make a new character because I couldn't find any of my login shit for the old school version of the game. Guys, and we have a video game podcast. We have to play new shit. We yeah. can't well, play. Hey, hang on. I got other games I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing Gears 4 as well. Okay, play okay. Little, I play a little bit of Madden, and I play some uh, some Overwatch with my friends as well. Which, by the way, fucking Sombra anyone at BlizzCon this last week? Yeah, do you want to get into it now? Like, talk uh, about it? After you go with your games, we can talk about it, because that was okay. sexy as shit. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's an adjective for it, I guess. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all the games I've been playing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, wait, and actually, before Brent goes into his, it reminded me that there was one other that I forgot to mention. I was playing a little bit of Journey on PS4, because that was a free <laughs> game of one of these months. I forget. Um, what did I just say about playing new games? <laughs> well, Journey, yeah, I'm sorry, it's not new. But uh, it, the new thing to me was I had never played that game multiplayer before. I, the first time I ever really? played it was just um, a single uh, playthrough by myself, and I thought it was a really cool experience. Do you mean like local? Like I know people can play it like couch co-op, or do you mean like 
multiplayer online. Like, oh, it was a stranger. It was actually online. So what ended up yeah. happening was I was streaming and I had a, a viewer in chat uh, come up and be like, hey, uh, add me on PS4 and I'll play. And I was like, all right, sure. So we ended up playing for like a good hour or so. And he, it really was just a completely different game or like it just enhanced the experience so much better. Like I was able to go through the levels faster and just, I don't know, much more fun when you have someone else playing with you. So, and it was, a. Uh, it was just cool how someone was there to interact and be like, yeah, let me jump in the game. So I had a good time playing that. So Yeah, I'm surprised that was the first time you did that because like, I remember that was kind of a big appeal of it. I mean, for you, you had the guy through chat so you could talk. But, uh, you know, uh, we actually didn't part- communicate. <laughs> well, that's the big part of it is in Journey, you are you have real no way of communicating except for, I think, highlighting objects like to tell them where to go. But that's it. So it's kind of this weird cooperative experience with a complete stranger using no words. Yes. And yet, like, for me, I did it. I think I got about halfway through the game and then someone joined me and we finished it. But I've seen people play where they had like three or four different people just swap in and out, like, as they were playing. So it's a very interesting experience. Yeah. It just kind of gave a new, uh, twist on the game I already had played, but I just didn't knew that, didn't know about that. So that was fun. Yeah. And it's better than Portal 2 co op where you can highlight something in that but it makes it dingy noise and you can just mash that. So I tried playing with a friend and it's just because he already beat it all and I haven't. So I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing. That's it. That's it. I drove over his house. I smacked control out of his hand. Enough of this. But, Oh, you need the, uh, I was walrus category answer where you had like that power glove that goes through the internet. Yeah. The glove of revengeance or something. Yes. Holy shit. That's a great call. Just beat the shit out of people on their, on the, when they beat you at games. Yeah, just yeah. like through the internet, just smack I around. wish. I fucking wish. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we'll have to play some Iris Walrus later. Yeah. That was the that's the that's the one thing I wish I could have. Like so many times I'd be screaming at the screen, like, I wish I knew where you fucking lived. <laughs> <laughs> uh and the NSA is watching. Remember that everyone when you make threats. Yeah, well, I mean I don't play with a headset on or anything, so yeah. it's just me screaming at my television with my friends around me laughing. <laughs> For me, though, I've been playing, I found this little game on itch.io called Neva, and you essentially just play as a forest god, like from Princess Mononoke style, but like, you're kind of like a panther or like a puma, but you have like antlers and like a split tail. Like, it looks like one big tail, but it's like split down the center. Okay. And then you can make stuff grow or wither away, and then when you do that, you're like antlers appear like glowing antlers appear on your head and they're white if they're growing stuff and then like purple or like brownish if they're withering stuff away so you can like grow plants to help feed the local animal life or like wither stuff away that's blocking your path and it was very neat and i think it was all done by students i forget the school but at some university so it was all just kids doing it no professional stuff and it was beautiful it's very well done visually yeah holy shit it looks great Oh, it was great, but it was, it clearly wasn't like finished because I'd, I would just phase through rocks or like get stuck in a tree and then have to restart the game. But it, it's more of just like a simulator. There's no real goal as far as I can tell. And like there was no enemy, so I didn't have to fight anything. Like it was kind of just a very chill game to just walk around and experience. But there are these big trees with like a hole in it that you're supposed to jump through. So that was the clear intent. And I found a few of them that had, like, moths sort of creatures blocking it from me. And then I noticed these weird, like, kiwi birds 
that the moths would fly too, but not enough to go away from the tree. And there was like a vine that I could control. Like when I was growing it, it would follow me. So I was like, oh, I clearly have to lead it somewhere, but I could never find out where. So it seemed like there was definitely like the properties and like the building blocks of a game and like puzzles. But as far as I could tell, none of them were implemented yet. Okay. Yeah. So like it- I- I couldn't accomplish anything or finish anything besides just walking around and growing or destroying stuff. But it was very neat. And like, I would love to see that as a full fledged game. That was, it was very enjoyable for what it was. Well, Matt, on their page now, and it says a, a controller is strongly recommended. Did you use one? No. And I think that's because when the game starts, all the prompts are in, um, controller. Like it tells you, like, left trigger grows stuff, right trigger destroys stuff. For me, I just did the left. Uh, mouse click and right mouse click okay so like it's it still seemed fine like it didn't seem um super required i think it might have done better i think my mouse might have been a little too high like the sensitivity was too high so my camera wasn't moving around accordingly but i think it was just because the controller is a little more limited and i like like i said the game clearly wasn't finished so it wouldn't it wouldn't have broken stuff as much with the controller as a mouse can and you mentioned there's like no end goal, so like it, they say here on their page, it's like a pacifist like exploration game. Like, do, do you think that there's like any kind of like achievable ending, or is it just kind of like you just as, carry as on? Far as I can tell, there isn't because there was no guide. Like, there's no like like I'd go up into the forest and there's like three paths, and I there's no indication of which one goes where, and then some okay. of them would loop back around. But it all kind of looks the same, so I don't know if I've been there already. Like, so there's nothing really discernible of like you're making progress, you're going in the right way, or I'm just looping back in a circle and I just don't realize it. So, like I said, it it felt like a sandbox where they had elements of puzzles and ideas. Like, I could grow this tree and fruit would fall down, and these squirrels would take it and then run away to their nest, and then I could follow them to the nest and destroy the plant life around their nest to see what's inside, and then grow it back when I'm gone. And like, so. It definitely seemed like there was the like mechanics there, but it just didn't seem like any puzzles were implemented or an angle or any enemies or anything. So, it, it, yeah, it was just a sandbox experience. It was very neat, but I would love to see a full-fledged game out of it if yeah, that was possible. I agree full-heartedly, especially with the art style and how good it looks. Like, ugh, like I'd pre- really prefer that that just be a demo and then tell us that, oh, we're going to make this the full thing and it's going to be, like, compelling. Yeah, it was weird. There's, like, little, like, almost like bobcat creatures, but with owl heads. Like, so that, the creatures were very interesting in it, and it, it reminded me a lot of, like, Princess Mononoke, and it felt great, so. Yeah, well, congrats uh, to that school or university for doing that, because that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, whoever those kids are, I don't know their name, but they did a great job. Like, that's better than... Better than a lot of games I've paid for. Yeah, seriously. And speaking of that, well, uh, speaking of great games that are like artistically and uh, music-wise, Owlboy, we talked about before, it got yes. released. Oh, shit. It looks amazing. And the people that loved and drooled over Shovel Knight, this seems like it's the, like a, the next game for you. It seems like it'd be perfect for people like that. Yeah. Love the platforming stuff. I was excited for it. I've since seen a gameplay of it and... I don't think I'd love it as much as I thought I would. It definitely looks great. It sounds great. The music's wonderful. The characters are very enjoyable. Like it just doesn't seem like the genre for me. Oh, but it I, seems 
great. I might find myself playing that game. It seems too nostalgic, but in a modern era, like I always thought to myself, that style of game done with like new graphics, like it's kind of like how Axiom Verge took on like the Metroid kind of feel and they just like added all sorts of like cool vibes. I'm not sure what Owlboy is uh, paying homage to, but like they're obviously playing homage to like more retro style games. So I'm interested to see what they throw at us. It's interesting you say that. I've heard people make the comparison. They're like, oh, it's a platformer. Not so much. If anything, it's more of a Metroidvania sort of style. Okay, you have yeah. To run back and through, unlock puzzles, get a new item that can then unlock this door and then run back through. Like, but the big thing is, and like, it's kind of the appeal is that Owlboy is sort of a pacifist and then you carry around buddies. Like, he has one friend in the beginning who shoots a little gun. You get some sort of pirate guy later who shoots this like flamethrower shotgun sort of thing. And I don't know, just the idea of if shit hits the fan, I have to summon a buddy and carry him around. It just, the, it kind of makes me feel like the whole thing is an escort mission. And God, I hate escort missions. Yeah. So like, I feel like that would just weigh on me over time and I would just get more annoyed with it. So I would rather enjoy watching people play it and just listen to it and see, see the style of it rather than put myself through it get to a really hard part and end up hating the game because I can't beat it. Like I'm fine with watching it from a distance, but it looks great. So as opposed to Neva, which is a game I enjoyed and would love to see more of, there's another game I played. Yeah, I know I'm actually like playing games and not just fucking overwatch. Which yeah. I've whoa. Also, this is I've new. also been playing a lot of, but I also played, or I also bought and played Evo land two. And this caught my attention because it's a game that has like time travel elements into it. So like you skip ahead like 50 years pretty much with each like time jump. And then with each jump is a different style of gameplay. So super early on, it's like the first Game Boy where everything is just shades of green and super pixely. That's awesome. Then it jumps to like a uh, SNES sort of style, like Super Nintendo style where it's colors and you know, still pixely 16 bit now though. Yeah, well, more like 8 bit. And then there's another time jump, and then that's 16 bit where it's like Final fi- early Final Fantasy, like pixel art sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Was it Link's Return? Like that Zelda, like where there's a lot more colors and there's a little more detail. And then the third jump is like the future, and it's actual 3D models and like pretty decent one. I'd say like early PS2, probably, or like mid PS2 level of like 3D models and stuff. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. And that's what, that's what sold me. I was like, this looks awesome. I gotta play this just to experience the different like level of like game graphics and styles and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, was that disappointing. Oh that no, just, oh no. Because I just literally watched the trailer as you were des- describing it and it looks so fucking cool. I was like, wow, what no. a variety. <laughs> you said that and Doug already had like his hand in his wallet, like <laughs> taking out his credit card. Yeah. Confirm purchase? It's bad. What? No. Oh, God. I, I, Cannot I honestly cannot recommend it. I've seen a lot of reviews saying like it's like high sixties out of a hundred, like low seventies. I think those are too generous. Yeah. Oh boy. My uh, basic synopsis of it is: if video games are Kool Aid, this is a game that mixes every Kool Aid packet together and tries to make like the best Kool Aid flavor ever. But instead, you just have this brown sugary garbage. Like. It spends too much time referencing and giving like winks and nods to other games as opposed to actually making a good game themselves. 
like the the whole game you're playing, you're just being reminded of better games you could be playing instead of that one. It's the jack of all trades, master of none scenario. Wow, because, that's interesting. Holy because shit. Because it's not just like an RPG. You look at it and you're just like, cool, this is just like a little almost Final Fantasy esque like RPG or like Zelda style. That would have been great. I would have been fine with that. But like each each part of the game, they introduce like a different element where it's like at one boss, it's a 2D fighter, like Street Fighter, but it doesn't tell you the controls. It turns out the controls are on the pause menu, but I, I had no reason to pause at that time, so I never found out the controls. So I was just smashing my controller like, or keyboard the whole time, not knowing what the hell I was doing until I eventually just beat the guy somehow. And the controls move like everything else, WASD, uh, but you can also do arrows and then Q moved up and then Z moved like left, but then none what? of the other controls did anything. So like there just seemed to be random keys that also had controls on it for no reason. Like it is very odd. And it almost felt like there was supposed to be a two player option where you could use the arrows or the WASD and two people could play at once, but you, you can't like there's no co-op element to it at all. So that would, it seemed useless. It sounds more like Jack of all trades abomination. Like it, yeah. Like, in theory, it sounds like, oh, yeah, let's throw all these game styles in a mix and w- into one game and, uh, like, try to make it cohesive and cool. But then it's, in in theory, that sounds like it can work. And watching that trailer, it's like, wow, they did it. But the fact that you've already gone ahead and played it and give it, and it's not, like, that great, it just proves that maybe that's not happening for a reason. Yeah, the controls are just very not and not responsive enough. So like the fighting stuff, and there's an element where you play like Final Fantasy, where you have like the three monsters appearing, fighting like three v three turn based. There's a real time strategy element where a uh, turn based strategy element where you have different armies, and then you move each character one by one, and then the enemies turn and they move all theirs. Like so, they just do every different style of video game you can imagine, but the controls are so unresponsive and not quick enough that a lot of the stuff that relies on speed like a bullet hell or like a shoot 'em up or a fighter like street fighter the controls aren't quick enough to respond to it and your hitboxes are so gross bullet storm yeah like it just it doesn't work because the controls have to be tight for those games and this one when you're walking around just in the wildlife and just swinging the sword at you know jellies that split up on the smaller jellies that's fine you can just mash the key but like when you have to be precise it doesn't work at all. And so many of the other gaming genres they try to copy need that precision. And it just really doesn't work. Like, I was constantly fighting against the controls throughout the whole game. And then the end is just... It just feels like a chrono trigger because it's all time travel stuff. And they're like, what? You can affect the future, but you can't. <laughs> because one character is a demon who you meet him in a gladiatorial comp- like an arena, and he's a fighter for them, so he's a prisoner. So he has this big stone collar around him. When you escape the Colosseum, he is still wearing that big stone collar around his neck the entire game. Like, I feel like that should be the first thing you would rip off if you're a prisoner. But that was that's a little nitpicky, I guess, but that annoyed oh, the hell I, out of see, me. See, I thought they would, like, maybe, from what you were saying, maybe it was, like, some sort of restraining device besides just being, like, a collar outright. Maybe it's something that, like, suppresses his demonic no. powers or whatever. No, not at all. He's like a prince or something that I guess, because it's never super really explained. <laughs> um, but then 
so there's like a whole demon race and you're like, oh, I can help save them if I go into the past and stop the big battle. So you go back in time, stop them from being eradicated, go into the future, now in the in the present rather, back then in the York timeline, they would be like slaves being miners in a cave. You go back to the present after you stop the fight, they're no longer slaves being used in like mines, but they're still defeated. Like you go back to the demon homeland and they're still all destroyed. The, the castles are ruined, all the demons are sad and homeless and stuff like so, like, one very minor thing changed versus changing the whole game, because that would be too much work, and the guy didn't feel like doing it, I guess. So, like... The- and also, it kind of, like, leaves you with a sense of futility, with, like, what's the point? Like, why Exactly. Are you, why the fuck are you even playing if you went back and did all this shit, and it didn't actually change that much? Yeah. Exactly. So, like, one is you have to go to this Iceland and find this key, and you find out that in the past, it was a huge ice continent, but in the future, it all melts away. So you're like, oh, I guess I'll help out these Viking guys and make sure their land still stays around. Nope, you go into the future and melts away anyway. So it's like, what? Then, like, all these people are dying anyway. Like, nothing changes. So there's That's no point in the time travel. That's kind of an interesting angle, though. Like, uh, it's an interesting way to do story where uh, you're given this great power, this ability to go back in time and do things like that and, like, change history. But no matter what you do, things were kind of sort of destined to end the, up the way they ended up. You're giving them way too much credit. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, the, I still like the idea of something like that. It's very interesting to me. It's I've seen plenty of time travel stories that implement the whole faith and predestination stuff. This isn't that. This is, you do have some impact, but it's so minuscule and like so remote. And it the only real impact you do is this giant explosion that wipes out half a continent. And then you bring it back. And it's just, I, I, I honestly can't recommend it. It's not the worst game i've ever played it's not like an like an abomination that i demanded a refund for but it's just it fails in everything it tries to do and like i said it tries to do so much stuff it spreads itself too thin and it's just not good yeah it's just really not good and they're asking for 20 bucks i don't know listen are you you selling it back or you yeah purchase no no i'm not anywhere going near this one i'm glad i got the full review over purchase the whole oh no if anything i don't know a listener if you want a good time travel game play life is strange we talked about it for two hours yeah there's plenty of better uh hell just play chrono trigger yeah even chrono cross is pretty good but but one thing that really annoyed me is there's so many dialogue options where they're just like hey uh generic because that's what i named my character because he was just a generic you know piece of shit hero that doesn't matter um they're like hey do you think we should go rescue that girl that just got kidnapped by demons yes or no and i was like no and they're like well we gotta save her and then you do it anyway like so every time you're prompted with a choice between yes or no there's literally no reason because you're gonna do it anyway you don't have any impact so all that did was waste my time like so there's just a lot of stuff like that where like I don't know. It just, it's really not good. And they just, the, it's just that guy that references like all these games. It's cool. You know, a lot of games, but you have no idea about game design. You don't know how to make your own game. You're yeah. just copying everyone else. Hey, and we, uh, we fucked up. We didn't mention, uh, a couple of the greatest time travel games in the, the history of gaming. And they're all from the same series. Uh, three, bad three, rats. No, three of the fucking Legend <laughs> of Zelda games deal with time oh. travel. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Ocarina of Time and uh, the two handheld Game Boy games deal with time travel. St- yeah. Time splitters, too. Yeah. <laughs> time you crisis. Know, uh, Dino crisis. Now uh, we're just crisis, spouting names. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Now we're just doing uh, House, of the, House of the Living Dead. 
or eat uh, in bed or whatever. I think this the is a killing joke. Kind of leading pretty good into <laughs> I was the walrus, but do you have any final words? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Overwatch. Sombra. 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 Yeah, we Sombra, want to talk Sombra. about that. Uh, they announced a lot of stuff at Blizz. Uh, they got like a necromance class for Diablo. Uh, there's like a Overwatch Cup, like League, like it's trying to be an esport along with he- uh, Heroes of the Storm. I'm not a huge Blizzard guy, so don't take what I'm saying. Like, if you want to know about Blizzard stuff, I'm sure you already watched the coverage. If any, if any of their, uh, if any of their like tournament stuff takes off, besides like StarCraft already has like a pretty large like oh, tournament yeah. circuit. That's um, huge. it would definitely be Overwatch, just because yeah. it's so easy to pick up and just play. Mm-hmm. And but, uh, with that, yeah. they announced Sombra finally, which they've been teasing for months. And finally, I'm just, it's over with. Like, all this ARG augmented reality gaming stuff. Like, it's done. Thank God. Um, she's a hacker. She's an offensive type. She can go stealth, which is interesting because they said explicitly when they started Overwatch, they weren't going to do stealth characters. <laughs> now they are. So well, they've already they, gone back on the word. <laughs> they're like using her to counter other characters, though, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I've she heard can she ha- counters like D.Va and shit pretty easily. Mm hmm. Uh, you can play her now. Well, you know, relative to this. PTR. Uh, yeah, in the PTR, which is what I did. And fair warning, if you do, you have to reinstall Overwatch as PTR. Like, switching regions is fine, but in PTR, it's like a new game. So, with that, they introduced Somber, who has a hack ability, an EMP, invisible, a teleport. She seems OP to begin with, but you can actually counter her pretty easily. She's not super bad, but it's going to take a while to get, for people to get used to her. Mm. Um, they've also introduced an arcade mode, which offers a variety of different modes, which is my biggest complaint and why I said Battleborn was, you know, had more options. This is new, more modes. So now you have a mystery duel where you play 1v1 against another person and they just choose a random hero and you both play as that hero and have to fight each other on the Antarctica base, which is a new map. And it's a lot smaller and it's made for the arcade mode. It's made for these duels. That's like awesome. small duels. It's great. So you can do like 1v1 McCree or Reinhardt or Zarya or Symmetra, which is really tough. Uh, but it's really fun. I'm terrible at it, but it's very fun. Then you have 3v3, where you have three people on each team, and you do best to three rounds with that. Also fun, also in Antarctica. Then you have Mystery Team, where it's just regular match, but everyone gets spawned as a different hero each time they die. That's going to be a constant. That's going to be... All the yeah, t- that was one of their special brawl things that they did. Yeah, but now that's going to be a constant one. Um, there was another one I forget, but as well as a brawl mode where you can play through the playlist of all of their weekly brawls instead of having to wait for it that week. So you can just play it whenever you want, as well as the weekly brawl is still going to exist. So, and above that, those those arcade modes, if you win three of them, you get a loot box. And so three matches, you get a loot box. Three more, you get another loot box. Three more, you get another loot box. And then that's it for that week. And then after that week, mm-hmm. you reset. And then I think the mystery duel and the 3v3 mode, if you win one of those matches, just one, you can also get a loot box from those. So just from arcade mode alone, you can get up to five loot boxes. So I think that might be their argument for why there's so many duplicates people are getting in all these boxes and they're like fine if we can't adjust the algorithm to not give as many duplicates out then we're just going to give you more boxes so that way you don't feel like you get screwed over with every other box being duplicate all duplicates and honestly i'm fine with that i felt better 
seeing that I leveled four times in the arcade mode and then also had five other boxes to open on top of that. So getting all those duplicates, I'm like, fine, whatever. I got 10 boxes now. I'm great. So it's really fun. But also, you know, fair warning, the PTR servers are like they're test servers. So it's still buggy at times. And if you get real salty really easily, I don't recommend it because there's a lot of bullshit like glitches that still happen. Okay. Sorry, there was a lot to cover. It was BlizzCon, so <laughs> no sweat. Yeah, there was a, it was a whole thing. I didn't get yeah. a chance to watch um, like any of it except for the uh, the Overwatch. Uh, and she, well, the best part was is that she showed up in uh, her own like her own little uh, digital short that they do with the uh, yeah with the characters. She was introducing her own special short, so that's cool. Yeah, she got another short, and Reaper got fucked up in that again. Every video, every animated short of Overwatch, Reaper gets just bullied and knocked That's because he's an asshole. That's it's a, great. It's hilarious. The whole thing, he's like a bad guy in that universe, so they had the shit on him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's it for Overwatch. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, are you guys down for I Was Walrus quick? Sure. Yeah, we can do that. All right, let's play. Alright guys, so we're playing what, uh, I was walrus, whoa, forgot which game we were playing here for a second. Um, <laughs> we're playing What's That Walrus Sound? <laughs> What's That Walrus Sound? <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's, I think AJ's actually gonna be the judge in this, uh, game, so I'll hand the hosting over to you. Okay, um, I think I have a, an okay one. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, I, I guess, I guess I'm just gonna say it, cause, uh. I, I'm just gonna just go out, go it, out with it. If, it can't be it, worse than Mark's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, you could end it there. Worse than Mark's. Period. Like yeah. anything Mark's done. I wonder if this one's already been done. But um, if you could invent any one thing that doesn't currently like exist, like you have an idea for something, what would that be? Like, if is that, does that make sense? Oh yeah, no, we haven't done that either. Like any we've done you some wanted anything you yeah. wanted to make. Like, what would it be? Like something you could make tangible just by like thinking it. We've done similar stuff, but as long as our answers are different, I think it'll be fine. It's just like an invention, like something for everyday use, like an item that you could use every day that would make life easier. All right, mine is disgusting, but I'm ready. <laughs> oh boy, a fleshlight. Wait, no, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Those already exist. What they do? Why am I still here? Um. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Mine's called the Goo Sucker, and it's like a personalized oh. human vacuum that you can like attach to your nostrils to su- drain your sinuses if it like gets to the point where like you literally have a clogged nose and you just want to like <laughs> suck that shit out. And then it also has an applicable one for your anus if you just have one of those turds that just isn't coming out. <laughs> I was going to say, th- thank God you said nose. But, well, you went down there. Yeah, no, um, there's the extra extension. I mean, mm. that already exists. It's called a vacuum if you're not a bitch. Well, like or a, a laxative. Turkey baster. Oh, God. 
I thought you were just. Uh, off, <laughs> off, off air, I jokingly said a fleshlight, but Doug essentially just made it, but with suction now. Like, yeah, I, I'm sorry, listener, but hey, I said it was with disgusting. realistic pulling power. Ugh. You know someone's putting that on their dick. It's going to be it's the gonna, first thing. It's going to be a, a number one seller. It's going to suck my goo, that's for damn sure. Goo sucker. Oh, God. It's so gross. Oh, God, that's like fucking Wayne, some Wayne's World invention shit. Like, when they have the guy that it, it cuts and it sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the oh. vacuum that trims hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, that, that just threw me off for a second. All right, yeah, uh, I, I need to hear this other one. Please give me something better. <laughs> I don't want to have to choose. <laughs> it's uh, Christina Dildos? Aguilera, Dardos that fall <laughs> no! from the sky. <laughs> Christina Aguilera? Or Applegate, shit. Whatever, I knew, I I knew what you meant. Really no, yeah, that's not it. Uh, the name's not great, I'll say that. But I was All like, right. Spam Stamper, maybe? It's just for like phone calls and for emails when you just get constant spam. And especially for us, since it's during the election and there seems to be some sort of loophole where telemarketers can call you all the time now. It's when people call you or send you spam emails, you can send them a shock while they're still holding the phone. Or like using the mouse or typing on the keyboard. So <laughs> when you mark something as, and delightful. So when you mark something as spam, it goes from that sender, and if they do it again, it gives them like a little like not like you know paralyzing taser, like you're down on the ground for the count, but like enough to like those like joy buzzer things from like Spencer's gift, where when the sound goes off, you're supposed to hit it quick enough, and if it doesn't, like it vibrates so fast it feels like it shocks. Something like that. Or it's not painful, but it really just throws you off. Oh, but, man. I think even, like, a painful attachment would be good. Maybe painful. Yeah, maybe, like, go to, like, lethal levels if you get, like, the premium edition. I like Do the lethal get- levels. Big fan of that. <laughs> just killing, killing telemarketers. Indiscriminately killing, like, pollsters and shit. Like, people just calling houses. <laughs> this is hey, my wondering- job, man. I'm just volunteering. <laughs> Are you signed up for a game informer? <laughs> That's what I'm just thinking of the logistics of this. Like, how are you even zapping them? Like, what is this invention? Like, oh, I'm the- sorry. It, is this it, too complicated for your cum vacuum? Yes. No, it's we, not. That's not what no, it's. That's no, not. The, it's for your snot. Realistically, that's what yeah, the yeah, yeah, sure, was sure, like. Sure. Anything you could you could imagine, you could just like. It okay. Would be it just real. exists. So, okay. Like, logistics aren't necessarily like a thing. Like just going on base idea. Okay, that's understandable then. So like, I I just uh, well then yeah I just I'm having a trouble a a tough time imagining yours. Like, I'm it's like your, your, to th- your mouse is going to shock someone when they send you an email? Like, what? I'm, tr- I'm having a tough time of thinking why anyone would buy your uh, sucker. Uh I don't know. Maybe they have... You, you can say that's not what it's for, but that's what people use it for. Q- Q-tips say on the packaging, that's don't what I mean. use it in your ears. It's got multiple... It well, actually, it probably you, they couldn't use that unless like, they use like the poo extension. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, the idea of having that's a what they would do. For anything makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> My Xbox One has this poo extension. It's great. It's great. You can literally like airmail your shit to people. Like you can, <laughs> you can electronically mail just like shit when people when people are just terrible to you online. XX turd. XX mofo killer 69 XX just sent you a message and you open up it's just literally a turd. It turns oh, out pop, no. it pops out of the TV screen and just splats on the floor in front of them. And it's like <laughs> this one was a tough coming out, but luckily I had my goose sucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I'm still oh. 
you just want to be like roto rooter. Like you just want like a tunnel <laughs> snake through your body. Like, like I feel like that's more like it's like some sort of like fucking ear cleaning device. It just like yeah. oh yeah, it really gets in there and just digs up all that wax. I feel like you're projecting oh. a lot of physical abnormalities, Doug, on this product that you that you needed for. Oh Jesus, potentially no. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I think everyone can relate to having really stuffed snot sinuses to the point where you can't breathe. That's like a personal pet peeve of mine. When I can't breathe on my goddamn nose, it's like fuck. But like even I, realistically, a vacuum, on a vacuum it, wouldn't really probably work. But if it did, that'd be great. <laughs> Or, you know, just taser people across the country. Whatever. Just for the joy that would bring me, I'm going to go with Brens, I think. That's fair. <laughs> just because, man. No, and, I, and especially during this election that, that season. That one, man, I would just be very, I'd be very, very disgusted trying to use that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and yeah, probably then you just have a container of, like, I'd snot. I'd just be continuously skeeved out, like, at all times. Just, like, even <laughs> looking <laughs> at it. And I'd be like, man, that was a bad purchase. you accidentally buy like your your grandma buys you for christmas something like one like one because she just like went like fucking purchase happy on qvc (laughs) for whatever reason (laughs) she got you some fucking vacuum for your face oh Oh god God. and your butt like that's the it's the (laughs) asterisk on the box like it works on your face and your butt like (laughs) don't mix them up though make sure Uh, you use the right attachments for the right holes Oh God, that's the fucking worst. All right, that's the invention <laughs> I wish existed. Damn it! All right, I regret it instantly. Uh, degenerate. Next round. Pervert. Have Have you guys ever done like a if you could like make a room in your house anything you wanted? No. Okay, that's, we're that we'll do that one then. Yeah, that sounds original. Uh, like hmm. you're building a house, or like you have a house that you already live in, and you have a spare room that you want to like turn into something. And you could make it anything you want. Like, what would it be? Hmm. What would you turn oh. that room into? I gotta make sure it's not like room, like I'm stumbling to the bathroom at midnight with all the lights off and I fall into it. Like, it's a pool and I just fall into the ground. Like, there is something. a correct, there is a correct answer to this question, by the way. At least in my mind. Is it that whole Daniel Tosh bit where he does like cribs and he has like a dungeon and like a dragon and like Vin Diesel dies? No, no, no. It's, I mean, it's something way, way dorkier, but. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you guys after you guys answer. All right. Hmm. All right. It's not a moon bounce. I sprained my ankle on one of those. I'm never going back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, what kind of nerd am I that I have to actually get physically hurt in a giant balloon? Like, I found the one way to actually get hurt in a moon bounce. <laughs> Did you, like, slip an ankle in the seam or something? Like, Yeah, it's one of those where, jump. like, you go to bounce and you, get, like, brace yourself, but then, you, like, you do, like, a quick, like, double bounce or something and, like, buckle. And then you're like, Ooh. all your weight just snaps on your ankle and mm. just twisted it. But then I got to find out what the back room of a gift shop looks like. It's sad. Is that where they wrapped your ankle? Yeah, I just sat there and cried until my and mom showed your pride. up. <laughs> I was like 17. They gift wrapped your ankle and your pride. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, I keep thinking of rooms that I could potentially die in, and I don't want this. Hmm. Got it. All right. I think I'm going to, I know what mine is. Okay. By the way, it could be anything like even fantastical. Like, Oh, Oh, all right. Well then that mine applies. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. All right. So mine's like, 
it w- since now I know it can be fantastical. It was going to be just a room where, like, I don't know how to describe this. Uh, a room where the ground is like like a bunch of fans, so it's like blowing up, and you can like basically sustain and float in midair in this room. It's like a wind tunnel. Yes, so, like, that's you, what you know, I'm one looking of those, for. Like, those jump tunnels that they have. Yes, like but a it's a big fan in the bottom. But it's the whole room. So as you walk into it, you're just like fucking floating in the center of the room. And if it can be fantastical, I'd want it to look like I'm like falling through some like sky area. But like oh, obviously cool. know that there's an, a door on the other side of the room that I could get. You can to. see the door, but then like the rest of it's like VR sky. Exactly. Like. Yeah. But you know you wouldn't be in danger. But then, but there's still wind blowing up at you, so it seems yeah. authentic. That's cool. Okay, it's pretty mine. Exciting. Mine is just short and simple. It's a puppy room. It's just full of puppies, and the fantastical element of it is that it's actually connected to a pet store somewhere else that's not like hanging on my house, so I don't have to take care of them. I just walk in and get to play with puppies whenever I want, and then walk out. Oh, those are all puppy mill puppies that don't have a home. Hey, did, 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 <laughs> I, I don't care where they're coming from. I don't care where they're coming from. It's not my responsibility. All I do is I get to play with puppies for a while, and then I get to walk away. And then when you walk away, they no all get attached. killed. Uh, yeah, those, no, those no strings still attached. Get adopted and stuff too. Like I, that's and one I'm thing sure that frustrates will. me about like I understand animal rights and stuff like that, and the idea of not buying from pet stores. But that frustrates me when people like just go like just exclusively adopt from shelters and stuff. Like those dogs didn't like ask to be born. Like they didn't, you know, like they yeah. Yeah, it, they deserve to have like. Nice it's not the dog's too. fault. Definitely, yeah, it's not their not their fault for being alive and stuck in that situation. But, but that's why this room is attached to like a pet store where they get taken care of and then they get sent to like loving homes and stuff. All I know is I get to play with them like for twenty minutes every day. <laughs> you just get to play with those those puppies every day. I well, just cannot name them. That's the only rule is I cannot name them because then I'll get attached. And I'm trying to see how many backflips I can do in a row. I mean, uh, I'm also <laughs> doing that. But it's over the top of a bunch of corgis. You're just doing some like six stunts, like seriously, dude. Just I, jumping dude, over puppies dude, and stuff. Imagine taking like <laughs> just like a snowboard out there and then just like pretending you're like a Power Ranger. That's sick. I'm imagining everything Doug's doing, but I'm doing two just surrounded by puppies, like on the ground, like I'm on a snowboard, like in a puppy pin, just like woo. <laughs> There's just so puppies fun. around you, and you're standing yeah, just, still. Yeah, I'm uh, like I'm on a snowboard with the big boots, and puppies are just bait- biting at my ankles. It's like, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Whoa! This room's part of my house. You can't ask me to leave my own house. <laughs> your 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 room is basically just like the the playroom from a pet store that they let you exactly. like, the puppies. Ugh. Except it would also double as my bathroom, because then I would occasionally poop in there when no one's around. And they go, <laughs> what the hell is that? I'm like, that's a big turd for a puppy. It's like, yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? It's like, it's like double his size. How do you get what? What's this goose sucker doing in here? <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Oh, like what's this goose sucker doing in here? <laughs> oh god, the puppy uh, looked right. a little stuffed up. <laughs> the the room I, I that I think is like a the perfect suggestion for this is literally just the room of requirement from Harry Potter. It can oh, become whatever you want at any yeah. given moment. Wow, that's Touché. a trump card. Yeah, I mean, then you just argue the holodeck. That's true. It could also be that too, or like the fucking uh the situation room. Oh yeah. Was it is that the one for my X-Men? No, oh, that's the danger room. Or the danger room, excuse me. No, you don't want that because something always goes wrong and someone always almost dies. Oh <laughs> like, always. hyperbolic time chamber. Oh no. shit, that's a good one too. Fuck. I no, that's horrible. That. 
That's complete utter blankness. That's like purgatory. That would be a nightmare. No, but yeah, you no, could but train. You can... <laughs> well, what good is that? Yeah, I can train you know, now. We're all fucking saying we're, we're totally buff training and ripped for a year would do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, any normal person. Maybe like putting Krillin in there for a fucking year. Oh, I think God. the only person on this podcast I've seen the inside of a gym within this year is Bastard. Oh, yeah. That's definitely fact. Uh, that's not true. I went to the gym last week. Uh, I haven't gone in a long time. All right. Anyway, puppy room. Floating sky uh, simulator. <laughs> floating sky simulator. <laughs> I'm not in the sky. I'm not flying in the sky. I'm flying in a floating sky. There's like a uh, section of the sky above Earth in space just floating there. <laughs> this is a legitimate like a decision because I love puppies so much. <laughs> Who doesn't? And I've always wanted to go skydiving. Exactly, but be completely safe and not have to worry about it and literally get to experience the best part of it over and over again. At the same oh. time, I'm like deathly afraid of heights. Oh, like, me too. Oh, come on. Yeah, Guys, seeing I, all that I, stuff around me, I think would try kind of trigger me a little bit. It might get to uh. me too, personally, because I I share that fear. <laughs> I feel the like I would get of... too and I'd get too into it, and I'd be like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> the best part of skydiving is knowing that at any moment you could be just turned into paste against the. You ground. could just be pulverized, <laughs> yeah, into human toothpaste. Oh, the worst is if you're like your parachute doesn't go off, but then you live through it. Ah, oh, that's gotta be the worst. There have been people that have jumped out of planes and their parachute doesn't go off and they actually fucking live. I don't know how it's possible. Oh, do you but, want to though after that? Like that's No. No. That's awful. But you know puppies. Like fucking A. Oh, puppies. God. Yeah, but no one's dying like in my situation. <laughs> but you could. Brent, what if the fan doesn't turn. All of Brent's puppies are dying in his situation. <laughs> yeah, what if they, what if- Vent, that is the vents get jacked up and you fall into the fans. Final destination shit. Oh, that is that does sound pretty bad. But I don't know what is happening with these puppies after I shut that door. You just all like, I know is it's for a thirty minutes a day. Zone oh, for twenty my, minutes that you're there. My room yeah, serves as, a dual purpose though. If you have like an enemy and you just want to like fuck with them, you can like push them into that room and it might scare the shit out of them. Same with the puppies. <laughs> I'm what if they're definitely like, where you're gonna find enemies that you would want to like. <laughs> Hey, hey, house. enemy of mine! Hey, arch nemesis pal! Your house. Come on over. The game's on this Sunday. Oh, I didn't mean enemies. I guess someone you just wanted to prank, <laughs> so to speak. I don't know. <laughs> just a prank, bro. Yeah, but it works one time, and then it's like that guy can't be fooled again. Yeah, and then they're just having a lot of fun, and then we just go together and like do synchronized fucking skydiving. <laughs> they're, they're terrified for the first like three seconds, and they're like, "Oh, this is awesome! Whoa!" <laughs> and they're just like floating in the floating in the middle of the room. But I'm like Santa. Every time I open the door, it's a different pet store, and I'm just like, puppies! Like, I'm the Santa of pet stores, but I don't contribute to anything. I just mooch. <laughs> oh, God. This is such a difficult decision. And, like, I'll go in there, there's, like, a little girl, she's like, look at the husky, mommy, I want the husky puppy. I'm like, oh, he's adorable, his name's Sub-Zero, he's so cute, bye, and I walk back through the door with the husky puppy. And then you never puppy. see fucking, you, yeah, yeah, unless you steal him from the store, you never see him again. But then I'm just joking, and I go, oh, I'm just kidding, I open out the door, and I go back through, but then it's a different pet store, and I go, uh-oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? You have, like, an active agreement going with, like, fucking, uh, whatever... Doctor Who is like that. <laughs> the TARDIS. Yeah. It's, it's like you have a TARDIS built in your house that just it's specifically linked to different pet stores. Yeah, oh yeah, God. exactly. <laughs> and then they accidentally put that one in the loop that's like actually from another planet. So it's like a bunch of little monster dogs. They're like <laughs> not was- real puppies. They're like scary and have tentacles and shit. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, it's puppy time. Bro. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God, it's Rancor puppies. It's bad puppies. <laughs> 
you slam the door and open it back up and it's back to real puppies again. You're like, oh, thank God. No, you open it up and it's me sky surfing. <laughs> huh. Like, shit, I didn't realize you were linked in with this. <laughs> Wait, are you a puppy? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's oh. the longest category debate we've ever had. Yeah, I, I oh man, I really, I'm leaning puppies. <laughs> I'm yeah. mainly because you were also talking about pooping in that room, and I think that's funny. <laughs> I don't think pooping in the fan room would be very funny. Oh, uh, no, but pooping didn't work last be- category. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> It's contextual pooping. It has to be in yeah, related it has to, to do what with it's the subject matter. See, so you poop in the fan room and it just sprays everywhere. It's a mess. Yeah, I the poop fan in room the chi- subjects matter. <laughs> I poop in a Chihuahua pet store and it's hilarious because they're so small and my poops are so big. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that doesn't just boil down the whole show into one sentence, I don't yeah. know what does. <laughs> Oh man! Congratulations, Bren. You have bigger poop yeah, than a chihuahua. <laughs> just got that one. I think that one just won it. That's good. All right, guys. Well, that was I was Walrus. Congratulations, Bren. <laughs> Still right. on top. God damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was a fun episode. Uh, let's do some plugs and wrap this one up. Uh, AJ, where can listeners find you? Uh, well, I'm not really on Twitter too much anymore, but I'm still forgetful on Twitter. <laughs> and, okay. the uh, incident. Friar Andrew on Xbox Live. Cool. And how about you, Bren? Uh, ABTS Brennan on Twitter. Uh, we got the Pinecast subreddit. And if you do go to it, you'll see that Basta posted, uh, made a post. And it says for the next month or till December fifth, so I think two weeks from when this episode airs, you can use a coupon code on our subreddit to get fifty percent off of a Pinecast account. Holy so if you shit! Wanted to 50% tr- if you, fifty percent now. Fifty percent off. So if you wanted to try the five dollar plan, you can get it for two fifty now for the first I think month, and then if you really wanted to try the pro plan, which is fifty dollars a month, you can get it for twenty five. That's insane, guys! Lindsay. I gotta tell you, that's a good. That our Bastazo, he's a Basta whiz, <laughs> quite literally. Yep. Um, and listeners, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles ABT Silence. I personally Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at Twitch.tv/abtsilence at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah, if you're not subscribed, uh, give us a subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and tell some friends because, yeah, we always love getting new listeners and hearing feedback from you guys. But thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, we will see you next week. Big ol' poopy. Yeah, bye. Damn it. All right. <laughs>